Cheers. I'm Kader. I am Ambi. How are we? We're good. We're good. Welcome to DiplomacyGames.com. Indeed. The podcast for all things Diplomacy Games now. Yeah, actually, seriously, I was thinking the other day, I probably need to update the, uh, what's called the album art on um, on the podcast. Oh, the that gets, gets the picked nice, up by iTunes the nice and everything. The nice doggy one. No, not the nice doggy one. We can use that one. We can still keep that. But no, like just that when when you kind of go into the podcast and you see like a little image that meant to represent what the show is. Oh yes, yep, yep. And yep, I think yep. at the moment it says you know a podcast about playing the game diplomacy online. And I think we now need to go. No, I think we've probably moved past that now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're touching on all things diplomacy, yeah. game related. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, online and face to face, increasingly. Now, we're drinking down in the valley today. We are. Um, at a, what was the name of this place? Uh, Finney Isles. Finney Isles. So it's the same place that he owns uh, Savile Row. Yep. Where we've drunk. Which is just uh, across the street. Quite a few episodes ago. Yeah. They had the big chandelier in that place. It's got a similar thing going on with the candles. Yes. Um, so all these uh, <laughs> lines of wine bottles with old candles um, melting over them. It's quite, it's, it's, my brother did this once with a, a, a pile of encyclopedias. He piled a... Yeah, yeah, so he made a, he made a staircase of encyclopedias and melted candles on top of the... Right. Glued all the encyclopedias together and melted candles down the encyclopedias. So that there was a, like a, a cascade of wax going down is this artwork or a real staircase? No, it's artwork. Yeah, because yeah. I imagine structurally it would be a bit difficult to walk yeah. up that without it collapsing. It was his form of procrastination. He was going to high uni at the time. And, you know, that, 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 that was, Why that do was an assignment take an Yeah, <laughs> melt some candles. Avoid, avoid homework. Oh, very, very good. I'm drinking an IPA. Oh, you're always drinking IPAs. What IPA are you drinking this time? This no, week? not always. Uh, no. I'm drinking a... Um, Okay, so Kane has gone off to the bar, come out and look. A windblower IPA. Windblower, nice. What are you drinking? I am drinking a, what's called, um, it's a Syrah, which is a French term obviously for Shiraz, so we're trying to be a bit more pretentious down here. And it is, oh fuck, things going all funny. Um, It's for the producers of, shit, Orkata Barrels. In Basket Ranges, South Australia. I've never heard of Basket Ranges as a wine growing district, but. Basket oh, Ranges? Basket Ranges, yeah. Is it a tasty wine? Actually, I really like the nose on this and the initial palate. It actually reminds me a lot of like a scrumpy cider. Ooh. It's got that, like, almost that yep. little bit of blue cheese taste going on. I once tried making a scrumpy. So, you know, you cut up a whole heap of apples and you throw it into a, a keg and drop a whole heap of um, sugar into it just mm. let it ferment that's a scrumpy and um, well, it's since been used in different contexts but the original scrumpy is just you know, home, homemade apple cider with chopped up apples um, yep uh, turned out terrible but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> still I'll try it again one day well that's good as long as, it, as, long as your, your, uh, your diplomacy gameplay turns out better than that my diplomacy pl- gameplay is better with a beer in hand. Ah, yes, yes. You're um, you're following. Was it Sean's advice? Was it? Oh, someone's advice. I think I think the general feeling was that it was a, a concurred upon idea. Yep. Yeah. 
Very good, very good indeed. So, so I, I guess that leads us straight into um, settling back. It's been what, three weeks? Four about weeks. About that, three weeks, three, four weeks. About a month. Yeah, about that. About a month. So back in uh, sunny Brisbane, where the weather looks colder than it actually is when you're looking outdoors from air conditioning. And fortunately it's cooler than it was a week or two weeks ago. All of a sudden we've got a slightly cooler front come through and it's got rid of all the humidity, well not all the humidity, it's got rid of a good whack of it. Yeah, Ipswich dropped down to a balmy 29 degrees. <sighs> Almost cold. Almost cold indeed. Mm. How are you settling back in, Andy? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I think I mentioned to you off tape that my enthusiasm to uh, make it to the 2021 WDC in Vermont is uh, probably a bit premature. Oh yeah? Yeah, so there's um, a number of um, family life considerations we probably just need to, I need to be mindful of and being a good... Um, Good, good, good father, good and, father and family, man. And, family yep. man and things like that I kind of worked out oh, when it actually is is really really bad timing like really bad timing and um, I may have to pass I don't, that doesn't mean that you can't go and November, represent 1st of November end of November uh, I don't know some early no, I thought it was early-ish November yeah I definitely have to tee that up well ahead of time I think you can could you kind of do it like a take Mrs. Kaner over and Take her home, country roads. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm kind of due for some long service leave, so I yep. might be able to swing it like that. But it's uh, it'll, 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 it'll just have to wait and see. I, I think it's a, a discussion to be had. Mrs. Kane is definitely keen on getting back to um, the good old US of A. Uh, did you meet Mrs. Kane in Australia or in America? I did meet Mrs. Kane down in Tasmania. Damn, okay. I had a theory for your 406. Oh yeah, what was it? My theory was that you met her in Montana. Montana? Yeah. Never been to Montana in my life. Because there's one guy that I pay attention to who, um, his Twitter account is like his old cow 406. And I went, oh, 406, just like Kana. Oh yeah? There must be some special 406 club here, some secret society, which... <laughs> If I can find out why the 406, I will then be able to crack that little chestnut. And he kind of Has said, he got 406 friends? Yeah, 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 he does. Okay, right. But apparently it's all around in America. In the state of Montana, there's only one, um, what do you call it, like a phone code. Like in Australia, like for, for Queensland. Like an area code. Area code, like here's yeah, 07. Yeah, yeah. So that covers the whole of the state. But like obviously in most states... In America, it's kind of split across them. There's many, many phone codes. But because Montana doesn't have many people in it, it's only got one phone code, and it's 406. That's a great so theory. So apparently but those right. people yep. who are in Montana that want to kind of you know, show that they're proud Montanans yes. will add 406 into their handles. Oh, good on them. So I thought maybe there might have been like a Montana connection for you there. It's a beautiful part of the world. I haven't been there yet. I've seen, I've seen it on plenty of time on TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not thinking Dakota, Dakota's flat. I'm thinking Montana. Yeah, Montana. Yeah. 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 No, I'd like to get there one day. I've never I've never been like to see those Rockies from from that side. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the Rockies from the, the western side of the mountain range, but not from the I've only seen them the flying over the top. Spectacular. Absolutely it beggars belief. Like you 
when I try and put America into perspective, I kind of think of Australia and then multiply everything by ten, you know, and then add, and then supersize add a few, it, you know, and then supersize <laughs> it a bit. Yeah, so they're they're, they're mountains like ten times the size of Australian mountains. They're, the population's ten times the size. Yeah. The cars are ten times the size. You know, their murder rates ten times the size. Their diplomacy players are probably a hundred times the 100 size. Hundred times the amount of um, <laughs> diplomacy players for sure. Um, no, it's just a really part, interesting part of the world. So I, so my Mrs. Kane, she's from the US, Oregon, actually, and so Dr. I don't Dr. Think recommended be, territory. Doctor recommended territory. I don't think there'd be any. Um, I definitely think I'll be twisting a rubber arm to get her back over there. It's just whether or not the time is. So correct. maybe you can do it so that she can spend some quality time. Has she got family still there? California. Oh, yep. okay. So she can spend a bit of quality time. You can like show your face, smile. Hello. Hello. I'm off, I'm off to the other side <laughs> of the country now. Love you. Bye bye. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> Actually. This, this tournament's reinvigorated my interest in wanting to get together some sort of face-to-face yep. thing happening in Brisbane. I think it, it, it's definitely something I would like to see happen, and it's probably going to have to be up to you know ourselves to kind of drive this if it's not kind of happening yeah. in other ways. Uh, look, an avenue I was thinking I was recently given a... You tap my, your feet a lot on the ground, by the way. Probably the recorder doesn't like that. Um, no, Between that and tapping of the pen. Uh, this, this, oh, this yeah, the knuckles. The knuckles. Um, <laughs> Keep going. Oh, you distracted me. What was I saying? Oh, I was given, about, a, yeah, I was given a, um, a voucher for Good Games in Ipswich. It was my birthday recently. Right. And... I went in there and I just realised that this is a place where people come together on a Saturday and they just play games. Yep. Whatever games happens to be there. So I figure it might be worthwhile linking into one of these gaming groups that's kind of already there in my local area, getting my face noticed and playing a few games around the place, getting to know a few of those people and going, hey, have you guys thought about playing the game of games? The king of games. The king of games. And see what happens. Good idea. I mean, I'm thinking of doing something similar in our location because in one suburb across from where I live, there's been a recent uh, face-to-face type of strategy. Well, actually, I think it kind of covers all sorts of games like Warhammer and shit like that. I don't know. Yep. All those things. But um, not that there's anything against wrong against Warhammer, but, you know, it's not quite the same. Um... But yeah, some of those things. I reckon that's that's a one way to kind of make a bit of an inroads there. I was actually doing just a quick amount of um, research online, say using Google keywords tool to find out, you know, for example, within Brisbane, Southeast Queensland area, how many people were looking for the words diplomacy? Well, how many were there? Um, about five a day. How many of those are us? Well, probably that one, two. So probably two. Okay. No, I, <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, but, on, but yeah. even like if you're wanting to run, like I was just thinking, like for the cost of it, like the, the um, um, like if your brand is like a Google ad, those five people, it was kind of estimated, it cost you like 29 cents just to kind of get a bit of, you know, 
FaceTime there, and that would be the number one position. And so if we kind of had something planned, like we got maybe like an area where like a board game place who says, look, I can get one or two or three people together, and then we try to get others who are potentially interested via that, reach oh, yeah. out via, yep. um, you know, the online thing, see if there's anyone over in Playdip or, um, or WebDip within Brisbane or South Queensland, see if we can get them together. Yeah, why not? Play, play a social game. Nothing, nothing kind of... Or general interest, as you said. Yeah. Like, we had general interest players down in Melbourne. Yes. Never played the game. Yeah, just or turned up and gave just it a turned go. Up, yeah, got their asses handed to them. Although some were really some, quite good. Some, some, they actually they took to it like a, like, a, like a fish out of water. You know, jumped in and bam, they, they kind of got it. The whole Machiavellian side of it just sort of come out of them. Hey... I think there was, um, was it Mayra? She seemed to... Mayra? 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 Mayra. Mayra. Mayra, it was Mayra. Mayra, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, for someone who was a new player there, she seemed to... I mean, she just loved the game. Yeah, she did quite well. And she did well. Yep. Anyway. Speaking of games that, um, I don't know, would you say surviving a game you've done quite well in? Um, if you're about to go down the gurgler <coughs> or concede that you're going to go down the gurgler, I think yes. Uh, cast your minds back, listeners, to our discussion we were having at the airport oh, no. on our way to depart from <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> I know where this is going. Uh, in a, and Abby was bemoaning a dirty, rotten bastard he who was a had dirty, rotten bastard. Um, just stabbed him in a game where he was doing uh, reasonably well uh, yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, and that dirty, rotten bastard was the Russian player in that game. And was, he's, uh, was it Zarkana? Zarkana, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as it turns out, the game drew. The game was named... Uh, Big Guns was the name of the game. Yes, yes, Big Guns. Um, I was Russia and you were... Austria. Austria. Um, the other players of the game that participated in the draw was... Oh, look. Ingibot. Do you say Ingbot or Ingibot? Oh, we always have this. You say... You say, you say what do you say? I usually say Ingibot. No, I say Ingibot. Yeah, Ing, Ingbot, let us know. Um, <laughs> you just said a different... Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Rand Johnson. Yeah. As Japan. Eki 83. As India. You as Austria. Sam J as France. Doctor Recommended as Britain. Major problems is Turkey and uh, Russia is myself. And the good thing about this, Kaner, is you kind of broke your hoodoo to a certain extent because for quite a long while, whenever we've played games together, whether we've known if we were playing, if, whether we knew who the individuals were or not, it's been more likely that I've stabbed you quite a lot. And this is the first time in a long while that you've stabbed me without so, knowing but, you're stabbing me. There's first time in a long That's while a where I think maybe. I've been in a position to stab you, actually. Mm. Hey, I still think it was I mean, a very bad decision, strategically. Oh, uh, well, look, I was tied up in the east. I, I had Japan, uh, Germany, Turkey, India, that, that, that whole conglomeration of nations kind of tying down my units in the east. 
And then I had a, 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 a dirty English unit sitting in St. Petersburg, which took... Oh, that was sitting out there forever. It was sitting the there game. forever. And, and, and people not familiar with the map, St. Petersburg is adjacent to two home supply centres of Russia. So I had to keep Moscow and Omsk. Because it was an army. Protected, yeah. essentially. It'd be a different um, story if it put a fleet you know, in, the, in the North Coast or something. It didn't matter how much love I sent to England, you know, how, how badly Doctor Recommended was doing elsewhere in the map, he refused to budge his army. So I, I was stuck for a long while, just sort of, you know, I can't do this and I can't do that because I'm just surrounded by wolves. Yeah. And well, the, the, the only... Couldn't, how couldn't you just take him out with Omsk and Moscow, you know, Moscow goes to St. Petersburg supported by Omsk. Well, because he was perpetually oh, supporting Norway. Oh, because Norway was supporting St. Pete. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, in, in the end, I, I honestly, I just got frustrated. That's where the stab came from. I got frustrated being tied up with all my units. I just wanted to try something, and you happened to be the the country that was... the bunny. Uh, yeah, you were the one that got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just wanted to do something before I got... I was, I was the ferret that was dropped down your trousers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to be perfectly honest, I was surprised that this drew. I put in a draw um, order. I was surprised it drew as well. because <laughs> just 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 for the just for hoping. But um, I was surprised that Germany and India drew this game. Yeah, I think same with Japan. Like those 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 three could well have moved a lot further than what they achieved. I, I was a sitting duck. Turkey could have been eliminated very easily by India without any real ramification. You were on their way out. Um, and, and and England had lost dramatic amount of territory. Yeah. And and was because of that was was open to potentially Japan coming in from over the Atlantic. Yeah, look, I, I think um, I, I totally agree with you. I think I was exceptionally lucky to survive this game. Um, putting aside the dirty, rotten stab, uh, once the dirty, rotten... Did you see how I tried to change that, though? I saw that Germany was yeah, you going then to Yeah, you then realised that you'd fucked up and you kind of started... I don't know what you were doing, but we, we seemed to back off me a little bit. Um, even to the extent that... <laughs> I don't know how, I can't remember how it worked out, but I ended up getting my, an army into Baghdad. Um, that was from your south, though. You, you, you got that yeah, through the Levant. Yeah, that's because I'd previously yeah, come up through Egypt into the Levant and into Baghdad. Um, yeah, but anyway, long story short, I, I mean, I'm surprised that this game ended when it did because I would have thought, and I, and I totally agree with you, Turkey was well and truly out the door. I was realistically out the door. Once I was out the door and Turkey was out the door, it wouldn't that would be have been too long to England, Russia, for and England France. and Russia to go. And then after England was gone, for Germany to turn on France, and then it probably and I don't know, maybe it would have become a a Germany, uh, India, um, Japan three-way draw. I think that's probably the realistic where the game would have gone long term if it didn't draw when it did. Yeah. So how this worked, I mean, it was hidden draw votes. No one knew that other people had drawn. Yeah, and that's, that's um, an interesting part about it, isn't it? Yeah, I, and I just threw in a draw vote just because I was on my way out and just kind of yeah. just hoping that, oh, yeah, maybe people will draw and I'll survive, and then it, it worked was out it that way. Was it hidden draw, though? It was hidden draw. Mm. 
Um, so what happens in a hidden drawer is that one, in, in global, you get a notification that someone has voted for a draw. You don't know who. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. I'm trying to remember, maybe it was another game that I was in where it wasn't hidden draw and like we had a situation where it got down to all the players had drawn except for one. I can't remember which was the game I was playing in at the time. Maybe it was a different game. It must have been a different game. Hey, how are you going with that dinosaurs game? Oh, the dinosaurs one. Over in um, Played oh, It. Played It, yeah. 1900. Mm. Um, it's an anonymous game, so I can't go into too much detail, but I'd say it's quickly approaching the end game. Okay. Or well, it's going to drag out for a long time. Huh. Well, pull up the map. I'm going to get another beer and we'll get back to it. Okay. So you mean pause? Pause. Uh, where's the pause button? Can't see in this bad lighting. Top one? Oh, shit. That was pretty loud all of a sudden with the music. <laughs> bad timing with the start again. Well, the thing I've noticed with this is yes. that kind of louder background noise makes our, makes it easier to actually hear our voices for some strange weird reason. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully so. Otherwise, everyone's going to go. You guys, oh, you're a moron, Kana. You're a moron. Um, anyway, so before I went to grab another IPA, yeah, um, you were asking about the dinosaurs, about and, your dinosaurs and, sharks and sharks game, which and was you just pulled this up. You were playing Turkey and Italy, yes, as we weren't allowed to a, mention prior. Yes, that's right. So it was a Versailles game. Um, it was a had many, many different. Uh, spanners thrown into the works. So it was Fog of War. It was also, um, choo- obviously you choose your own uh, countries at the start. But my major power ended up actually being what would normally be a minor power. It was Egypt. And right. my major power was Italy got pretty much wiped out. It did oh, wiped hang out. on. So you weren't Turkey, you were Egypt. I was Egypt, yeah. Was there a Turkish power? Yeah, I ate him up. Gobbled him up? Yep. Yep. So the thing was... So I've only seen this, you've only shown me this game in, in the fog, fog of war, oh, right? right? Yeah. So looking at this map now, I can see that uh, this, this green play, who's that? Sweden. That's Sweden. Who was also, and, that was his major, and his, yep. oh, sorry, his minor, and his major was um, Poland, which is the red one. Oh, okay. So he's, he's, he's really dangerous and he's gobbled up England. Large chunks of the Balkans, oh, just North Balkans. All of Russia, Northern Balkans. Yep, all of Poland, sort of, and, a and good Ger- chunk of good Northern, chunk of Ger- Northern, Northern Germany. Germany. Right, and so that wasn't at all clear. No. How dangerous that that, that particular. No, was I actually suspected. I worked out. It was a certain. Uh, I can't remember when. Halfway through the game, maybe maybe two thirds of the way through, that the two, those they were the same player. Right. Um, so. We were with this game, and the good thing about Playdip is you can send messages to multiple players. So oh, normally yeah. within VDIP or WebDIP, you can just send one-to-one correspondence, or just global. There's no other option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Within Playdip, you can say, "Well, I want to send this one through to Poland and Sweden and France and Germany and Egypt and Italy." Yeah. Which happened to be all. That's, that was who we all were. Like, I was controlling Italy at the time. Um, France was controlling uh, Czech at the time. So basically we worked towards a three-way draw at the end. So it turned into a three-way draw? I think it did. Or did... Or did... Um, or actually... No, it would Or did Sweden win? I think Sweden won. So who were the players? I don't know. 
This is played if I can't work it out. Not on my phone at least. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, congratulations. What was the name of the, um... The game? The game. We have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. I think it's so strange seeing... Shoutbox. Like... This is what it shows it. Shoutbox is like the post-game chatter. Um... Oh. No, it doesn't actually say. It just says Egypt and Poland again. Right. So you were playing in another 1900... Oh yeah, and I'm in a 1900 game at the moment. I'm played it. Can you talk about that one? Is that uh, anonymous? Or that's is it... anonymous as well. Okay. So you can't talk about it anonymous, but you were telling us um, on the last episode how this is the one where Russia's got a, a funny build thing and England starts in Gibraltar yeah. Yeah. and a few other like connections between the Red Sea and um, around the coast, right? Yeah. Is that right? So when I say this yeah. game is heading towards, it's potentially heading towards the end game, I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that some players have just been absolutely smashed. Uh, Austria is out of the game. Uh, Turkey's down to one supply centre, and, and my guess is by the end of this turn it'll be out of the game because it's pretty much surrounded by units that will take it down without any support coming. I can see that. Yep. Um, okay, but with the, the, the other, Austria's the out, remaining ones. Who else oh there? no, you got two fairly strong players in this one still. No, so there's there's two, three, there's two, there's three, there's, three contenders. There's two, sort of there's two strong players at the moment. I'd say which would be Russia and Germany, oh, yeah. um, and France and England are slowly making their way out the door. Yeah. So um, the the thing about this this is a, a game which is being done just as straight public press. Okay. So there's no yeah. private so communication. Everything's in the open. And I've been. I channeled my um, Melbourne Open experience with going out and talking to players and communicating and blah 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 and being proactive. You're in a McNamara. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, oh, it's, it's worked wonders because it's like weird in a public press game for this thing of the I can't remember if there's seven or eight players playing this one. There's seven. Um, yeah, it would be seven. The um, only, only uh, Russia, Germany, and England have bothered talking. Everyone else just doesn't seem to want to talk in public press. Isn't that strange? Like you or, and he, it, even yeah. one of the players who's, if I'm going to sit for a second, one of the players who is getting ringed by an alliance, he's kind of saying, hey, I understand this is happening, that's cool, but these other players who don't communicate, here's what I plan to do, so how about you come and help me and we'll kind of try to rally against this alliance and nobody's doing anything they're playing like a they're gunboat. playing like a gunboat just one man uh, all for one well that defeats the purpose doesn't it it does a bit well speaking of public press games there so was I reckon that game will be over by the time we um, have our next interview no doubt, no doubt. But, but, but speaking of public press games there was some talk about a newspaper game and that got sidetracked into discussion around a translate game. Now, what I was thinking would be really... And then, then everyone just stopped talking just about stopped it. talking about and it, I right? said, bump, bump, yeah, no one's yeah, talking no, about no it No one's talking about it. Um, so I, I was thinking about starting a new forum thread for a grey press, fog of war, global-only, anonymous translation game. Okay, say that again, because I've had a couple of drinks. Okay, so it's fog of war. Yes. It's global only. Can I talk on global? 
to everyone at once. You can't talk to individuals. Yes. Yep. It's anonymous. It's grey press, so no one truly knows who's, who's posting. posting. And it's a newspaper game, so you have to write in a newspaper style, but okay. it's been dropped through translations. Do you yeah, think that's okay. something that, 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 that would rock people's boat? Look, I think it's probably a good, happy medium because we had interest for the Translate game, we had interest for the newspaper game, but we didn't seem to have enough. Enough for either to run. So, right. Yeah, but yeah. between the two, you should have enough. Yeah, I hope so. I'd be part of that. I've already put my hand up and said I'd be part of that. Well, I've, st- I've stuck my hand, but I think um, that, that there wasn't... Because of the nature of the post, it was either one thing, not another. Yeah. And people got kind of... Con- their wires crossed. But I think that would be that would be fun. Taking that translation because the translation games that were played in the past, they're a lot of fun. You know, they, they get translated through a multiple number of languages, which yep. spits out uh, uh, some sort of translation that's totally opposite to what you expect. To yeah. So I think if, it, if no one knows what we're talking about, that's a good summary. Uh, a bit more detail. I can't remember if it was episode two or episode three we talked about it. Ah, uh, a long while ago, but. Um, I think for, for this one to work, it needs to first, you know, you write it in English or whatever your home language is, then you drop it into, say, Polish, and then you drop it into Magyar, and then you drop it into Latin from Magyar, then you drop it into Chinese from Latin, then you drop it into um, So uh, you're trying to Gaelic. go for a more convoluted... And we want more convoluted, the more fun, you know, and yeah. then you drop it finally back into English, and then post whatever pops up, you know. The thing about it, though, is like if you're doing it like a, a manual process, like through five or six languages, I don't think anyone's going to do that because it's just going to give them shit. So it takes too long. Although I suppose if it's just not really, it's, it's literally like I tried it with the you know it's just a copy and paste on the translation yeah. tool. Because there is there is some uh, automated services which will put it through a bucket load of languages, yeah, but, but it seems a, to throw in this extra gibberish, like deliberately putting in words that they're putting the music up loud on stuff. Um, like putting in extra words of being repeated over and over and over again. I, didn't, I don't know what sort of was that one. Yeah. Maybe we just need to find another option. I'm sure there's some out there. I'm sure there's a macro you could write that just sort of drops it back and forth between a whole all of the languages in Google Translate and just pops it out. Surely yeah. someone could. Over my pay grade though, like I have no idea how, we, yeah. how to write something. No, me like neither. Yeah. Anyway. Other current games, your divided states. Oh yeah, yeah. so that's still going, um, still anonymous. Um, yeah, still making slow gains, which is always a good thing. Slow gains, are good gains, is better than no gains at all or losing. Um, but there's been certain dynamics in that game I can see occurring on the board that I think are going to lend itself to. Probably a draw, maybe in a, in a few more game years, maybe. Yep. There's potentially another play. I think last time we caught up, there was one player that was literally going out the door. They've now checked out. Voluntarily gone, yep. And now there's probably two other players who, over a month, maybe six week period, are likely to check out. And Here's I wouldn't a question be, for you. And I wouldn't be surprised if after that point of time, whether there's a, a draw maybe happening. Which will be down to only about a 
a six-player draw on a 50-player board. That's, that's pretty good. Bump your right off in the rankings. That's pretty respectable, yeah. Hmm. Are you going to join another divided states game? Is that, is that the sort of thing that I may have do? already. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Although, so, I don't, so, I don't so think there's like enough... the variant. There's, um, there's a game on VDIP at the moment that's um, after a um, uh, divided states players. I have signed up for it. But it uh, hasn't started yet. Okay. Actually, but, 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 but other, other large games, there was a large game that's started up. Sea Lanes has gotten up and running. 30, 30 it's actually lanes. started, has it? Yeah, it's started. Oh, no, started today. Um, and I couldn't convince you to join. No, you couldn't. I thought you liked large games. Better, better, better... Um, better pay, I reckon. Uh, my, um, my is I've never done well with Sea Lanes as a variant. Why? I think because early on I didn't appreciate how the sea lanes worked. Uh-huh. Now that I've had exposure to how they work since that time, I now get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't get it well enough, I think, to be confident that I was, I'd make it to say a like final five or six or whatever like that. See, things with the thing, the thing with. Sea lanes, as I always do well up until about the mid game, and I always get looked to be gobbled up in the mid game. Yep. That, that, that's, that seems to be my destiny in that variant. Yep. Um, do well at the start if, if, if I do well at all, and then get ringed halfway through it, you know, um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Hopefully, this one turns out different. I'm in an interesting starting position. Oh, yeah. Well, seeing I'm not in the game, you can actually show me. I can show you. Um, I'm not giving anything away by saying I'm in the middle of the map because there is no middle of the map. It's a world map. Yep. Um, Everything's connected to everything. It's all global. It's, it's a global It's a global game. So it's a, at this stage, I mean, the game has just started. It's a two-day two day thing. It's just reaching out and saying, g'day to your nearest neighbours and then saying, g'day to your neighbours or your neighbours. I must admit, I've seen... Um, this is the thing about the sea lanes. Okay, so when I, when I look at that, this my my, my brain just starts fracturing yeah. around the complexity of sea lanes everywhere. Um, the play that that Kainer has pointed to, I've seen to do quite well. Well, I've seen in World War Four games. I don't know if it's just sea lanes as well, but they've done either incredibly well or incredibly badly. Yeah. But then I think you could probably say that just about with any of those particular, or any any country actually, I've seen go really well. Yeah. Or reasonably well, at least till the mid game, or just fart out the first couple of seasons. Is it normal press? It's full press. Full press. Full press. So wow. it means I'm. So you're going to be speaking to everyone who's on the other side of the board, saying, "How you going oh, over there? We'll catch up in another twenty game years." Not even going to bother. And we'll conquer the wall together. At this stage, you know, that's too much, too much effort. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just contact neighbours and neighbours of neighbours and leave it at that for now. Wait till the opening game and then reach out. I've tried that in the past. I've tried reaching out to every single person on the board. It's pretty pointless, isn't it? You're just copying and pasting. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, what's the point of this one? So, I don't know. I'll watch what happens at the start and then sort of send out, you know, oh, hey, I saw you opened up to blah, blah, blah. Looks like you might be getting into conflict with da-di-da. How do you view your map 
how do you view it? You know, but at, at this opening stage, there's no point talking. Well, it's, you, you're probably only dealing with your neighbours and your neighbours' neighbours, really. That's it, yeah. And even at this point in time, there's so many neutrals, it's a bit of a moot point, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It'd only be like, for example, if a neighbour was being attacked full force by someone further afield, you might go, hmm. easy meat here. Yeah, yeah this like, might be a... So, so like with all these large ones, it's good to be expanding. Always good to be growing. Always good to be growing. Yeah. Never. Don't, but don't want to be looking like your uh, target. Yeah. Right. Anyway. I think I might need another wine, Kana. Um, You're right. Well, let's um, let's do a round. You do this round. I'll do the next one. How's that oh, sound? Oh, I don't think I can know. probably do another round Two? after this yeah, round. Okay. No. I forget. You're on. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a diplomatic man of leisure at the moment, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter how much are. I drink. <laughs> You're on holidays, you bastard. <laughs> I'm going to back up for work tomorrow, and the usual shit. Actually, I was up to, like, I didn't get to bed till like at 12.30 last night, because I had to pick up my son from work, and anyway. Anyway. So I only had about six hours sleep, which needs sleep. I don't do well with six hours. Although I did okay that very first night that we were in Melbourne, so... Yeah, we didn't get a lot of day I was in. Well, apparently uh, I snored a lot. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a drink. Do so you want one or not? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Okay, folks, right. we are back. Right. And, uh, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for the beer. Are you still on the same wine? Mmm. It's tasting different. I think they must have gone to a new bottle, and the old bottle maybe with the airing of it oh, okay. was more pronounced in its, its nose. It's still on the on the palate. It's still there, but anyway. Yeah, I'm a, yeah my IPA is still IPA. It's yeah, like yeah. still beery. Yeah, <laughs> that. Very nice. Yep. Actually, the um, my neighbour next door, he's growing hops. Really? It grows up here. Yeah. Really. I yeah. thought it was like a, a cold weather. I thought so too. I thought it was like, you know, a Tasmanian thing or Southern England thing. acres of hops in Tasman. Yeah. He's got hop vines in his backyard. It's like going along our fence and he kind of kept, really? I, was, I was in the backyard the other day and I was giving him some potash because I'd burnt some timber to make a fire and eat some dinner. Because mm. I'm a man. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> so I gave him a potash because I had shitloads of it. And he said, oh, well, here, have one of these. And he kind of got one of his hops and scrunched it all up and put it on the, the wrist and everything like that, like, you know, aftershave or perfume. Not perfume, aftershave. You do a lavender or... Yeah, and, uh, like, it was just like, it's like an IPA. It was fantastic. Really? Yeah. I had absolutely no idea that it grew up here. I thought it was a, a cold weather plant. Like, it needed, like, it literally needed a frost. But... I thought so too, but it's been growing all the way through summer, going batshit crazy. Yeah. He's maybe, maybe it needs a frost to, 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 to propagate. Do you know? I don't know. It's going, and I don't, I don't think so because it's growing all these extra vines everywhere. How cool is that? So he's going to go off and make some beer. Have you got, have you got, have you got possums? Where you are? Yes. And they don't, do they touch that box? I don't know. I kind of take them on a journey. When you catch them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Actually, I need, I need, they all disappeared after a while because I caught about three of them and, and took them off to happier places on holiday. So, literally took them to the bush and let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, listeners don't think that you're 
doing some sort of at-home euthanisation. No, actually, should, should clear that up. Just, just, the, just, uh, just to clarify. Australian, because... Australian laws around um, native species means you can't kill native species. If only we lived in New Zealand. They're, pro- they're, they're protected. But, like, the possum in New Zealand is the Australian possum that's been imported. You can go around and shoot it, kill it, eat it. To your heart's content. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, over here you can't. So you got to... I've woken up a number of times at night wishing I could, you know, put a bullet through the head of one of them yeah. or two of them. Scratching on the roof of the tent. That's <laughs> oh, a terrible yeah. sound. So, so I managed to relocate three of them. And then we haven't had any. And then literally last night, I came home. I can't remember where it was. I must have been from down pick out my son or whatever like that. And there's like this possum, like a, a, like a gargoyle ornament type of thing on the top of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome home. And then later on, I hear it going, <laughs> carrying on around on the roof. And it's like, oh, fuck, I need to get the possum trap out again. No, look, I'm just wondering because I got, I, we got possums around. There's a gazillion of them. Um, they, and we've got a passion fruit from vine. I should make possums. Sure. Possums are different to possums in America, aren't they? Or opossums in America. They're different yeah, species. So now it's a marsupials. Yeah. There's a yeah, they're supials. Yeah. They're earth supials. We're mars supials and they're earth supials. <laughs> yeah, no, ours, um, yeah, ours are slightly different species. Um, but but I've got, I've got these, this passion fruit vine. And the possums just love to eat the living shit out of it. You know, it shoots up just a, anything and it just chomps it back to the stump. And you know, passion fruit, they just grow like crazy. And it's, it's, it's amazing to watch this thing grow against... The combined attack of yeah. multiple possums, but I was just wondering, like, if hops would be something that they would eat? Because well, not. apparently not. Because I mean, I used to, I've tried a number of times to start a vegetable garden in our house, and the only thing I can get growing is garlic chives and rosemary, because obviously such a pungent flavour yeah. that they don't like it. Everything else they just obliterate once it becomes, you know, two or three inches high as a seedling. They go, great, yep. that tastes yummy. <laughs> Well, I generally find like once it gets past a certain point, the possums are less interested in stripping it down to the yeah. down to the stump. Let's get into that point. Yeah. Anyway, so we anyway, do it. So, so um, I can't remember how we got onto you that. You wanted to ask me a question about how do we go into possums. Possums. Hops. You're telling me about hops. And, and about your beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so good. Like so before before we came back on, you you started because I'm not in the game. You gave me a bit of a bit of insider knowledge on what's going on. As yes. far as your early comments, as, 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 yes. And the thing I found interesting there was, listeners, Kana has a plan, and not just like a, uh, oh, I'm just going to you know gobble up the neutrals and just see how things go. He's kind of been able to talk to one of his neighbours, and they've come up with a bit of a quite a deliberate strategy around. Okay, so you go here, then you support me into here. We'll divide this bit up like that. And then you've got potentially another area that you've been having similar conversations with. So, so I've got two questions for you. One, yeah. how much of that just comes from your innate diplomacy abilities versus the experience you've had recently in a face-to-face tournament where you where it's you see communication makes an impact? And secondly, how do you see that panning out for your longer term where you've got other players who'll just shut up their gob or won't do anything? Do you think that there's an opportunity to make it easier to eat them up amongst your alliance box, your 
Okay, all right. Um, or is that a leading question? So, so th- there's a few kind of issues going on there. I think I've always been good at selling a grand plan to a neighbour. My weakness, I think, is actually taking that grand plan and then drilling down on it and saying, okay, here's the nuts and bolts of how that's going to happen. Yeah. Right? And I recognise that the grand plan is is, is, is is the overarching umbrella, but then bringing that and, and recognising where to sort of say, yep, that's, 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 that's that in a nutshell, but let's just focus on what's tangible, tangibly achieved. Yep. And I think, I, I, I think, I think that's something I've always I've kind of naturally done, but the face-to-face side of things with the tournament has, it's actually given me more of a confidence in my skills as a diplomacy player having ending up in a, in a reasonable position in the, in the tournament yeah, yeah. having gone through that process in a face to face location and yeah. in a face to face environment is not a it's not an online thing where I guess I guess your, your achievements that you have in have online yeah they're, 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 they're great and they're fun and you feel really chuffed about it but it's not like you're in a full room and you've got that achievement and everyone's going, yeah, that guy did some dirty. You know what, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's just kind of given me that confidence to go, yeah, yeah, I, I do I do have that story to tell and it's reinvigorated me to kind of get back into it on that. Cool. Uh, if that does good. that answer the question? Yeah, it's quite tough. I'm, yeah. happy, I'm happy with that answer. Okay. So that's that's my um, that, that's my only game I'm in at the moment. Oh really? Actually, yeah. Nice oh, poor Um poor, No, well, <laughs> look, there, there's a couple of new games that have been released, or new variants. Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. new Edwardian, and there's a new Caucasus variant. Caucasus. Caucasus. <laughs> is, is that near Arkansas? Well, how do you Caucasus? C A U C A. Corca. It's the Caucasus. Caucasus. Okay. Now, let me ask a question. Without being kind of racial, what is the terminology that's commonly used for a white person? Anglo-Saxon. No, let's try that again. So, more like Anglo-Saxon is like from around that whole England, Germany type of, and a little bit of the Nordic areas, okay? Area. Beyond that, the that's, that's probably a little bit too Hitlerish. Uh, Caucasian. Yeah, Caucasian. Caucasian. The because they come from the, the Caucasus. That's what I said. The Caucasus. No, you didn't. We're going Caucasus. I said the Caucasus. Oh, fuck. Oh, I'm looking forward to when uh, Kane listens to this after all the editing and going. Oh yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, what I said. That's right, yeah. Caucasus. 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 So, tell me about the Caucasus variant. Caucasus. Caucasus. Tell me about the Caucasus. You got me on a a bloody loop now. I know. Um, Yeah, we'll just pull it up. 
So this one was released uh, around about, well, not even a few days after we were at the, we recorded the last episode. Yeah, I'd say about three weeks ago. It's a five-player variant, and it's set between the um, Caspian. <laughs> it's set in the Caucasus, yeah. Between oh. the between the the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea, so the yeah. area that's kind of, if you imagine on a classic map, uh, a territory called Armenia. Yeah. Armenia. Yeah. Uh, it's Armenia on the on the classic map, isn't it? It's kind of wedged between Sevastopol and Ankara and um, uh, Syria. Yes. Yeah. So basically, the territory of what I say, Armenia. Armenia. That's it. But in the actual map here, the five players, one of them is Armenia themselves, which is the red player. The blue player is Russia to the north, so Armenia is kind of in the middle-ish. Then you've got, what was that, Georgia? No, that's Georgia, the red one. Georgia's the red one. You've got um, Armenia and then Azerbaijan. And who's the other one? Oh. Armenia, Chechnya, Georgia, Russia, Azerbaijan. So, okay, so how about you, you point to them and tell and the colours and you tell me which one's which, Kana? Azerbaijan, light blue, light, light green. Georgia, red. Azerbaijan, green. Armenia, orange. Russia, blue. Am so not, right? not bad apart from you had two Armenias there and you pointed Armenia in the wrong spot on every occasion. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Armenia's this one here. Yeah, oh. That's what I yeah said. okay, that one is Armenia, but you also said yeah. where Chechnya is, you said that was Armenia. Chechnya. Chechnya. So Chechnya, remember, they're the people who used to go around bombing, green. bombing That's what things I said. in Chechnya's Russia. Chechnya's green. And as I jam, it's a light didn't green. You didn't say that, Kana. Alright, okay. Here's, here's, a, here's a fun game for you. Oh, okay, good. Alright. I love fun games. Alright. Next time you're having a, a dinner party and everyone's getting trash, pull out. A map of Central Asia and get people to identify the locations of major cities. Eh? Give that a go. Major cities or countries? Well, Australia probably could do countries, but cities would just be a laugh as well. Yeah. Actually, Actually this is what, technically what not. This is incorrect because in um, real life, Azerbaijan, so where you've got that. that which is on the Caspian Sea, the, the light green one there, actually has a enclave within, uh, behind uh, Armenia, isn't it? Or is it the other enclave way around? or an exclave? Oh, it's an exclave. You're correct, an exclave. Yep. And maybe one of them has an enclave. Maybe Armenia has an enclave this, in this Azerbaijan, oh, the other Just, It hurts me thinking about this. Let's move on to the next variant. Okay, next variant is Edwardian. Edwardian. So this is a updated version uh, that was originally created by Vaya um, Victus and uh, has been, the coding everything's been done by Enridiador. Actually, I've got to give it to Enridiador on this particular variant in that he's made the colours palatable. You, didn't like, you don't like his colours normally, do you? Um, look, I love, I love the variants that he does, I'm not saying... He I does great variants, yeah. He does some great ones. What frustrates me is that the colour choice that he chooses are very garish. They're yep. kind of in-your-face, Christmassy, you know, high-contrast... Whites, greens, reds. Yeah, but fluoro greens. You know, flashing red light red. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, it's not, it's not, that's, Reindeer don't, Brown. yeah, you know, the, 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 Santa the, the, Belt Black. Yes, you're getting the point, right? So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 looking at these maps, I, 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 I guess I just grew up looking at maps in atlases, the old Reader Digest maps, right? And they, they, they were always beautifully coloured to be tonal. You know what I mean? Like most yep. of the, and you could see where the borders of territories were by the tones getting deeper in colour. Yep. Toward towards those, and and it was all it was a. Uh, and the nostalgic part of me wants to look at a map and go, yes. The colours are kind of pastel. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're not garish. The most important part of the map is the territorial integrity, not the colours that jump out at you and clash with one another. Yep. Um, and, and, and so this is what I'm saying, you know, like, thank you, Edwardian, for. Edwardian. 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 <laughs> and it's getting worse, you know. Um, uh, thank you, Henry Adore, for using toned down colours on this particular map because it makes it easier for me to look at and enjoy, just visually enjoy this particular map. Because you want to play it more than it does want you to play those other ones with high chroma colours. I do find it interesting you kind of complained about these early colours being too Christmassy, and we have like. White Santa beard in Russia, red Santa suit in Austria, green kind of you know um, illuminated lights from a Christmas tree. Yeah, but they're not they're not high chrome. Dark, like, dark like, this grey. Isn't, it's not know, a, it's Santa not a fluoro green. Belt. It's not it's not it's not a. Oh my god! Whatever. They're. Turkey's kind you of know, you know. It's not, it's, um, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. You know, buckskin brown. Yeah, but they're not solid. They're soft <laughs> colours. Yeah, they're not yeah. garish. Garish. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it makes the map softer. Anyway, having said that, what's changed on this map? Amber, you've played this one before. I what, have. What's changed on it? Fuck if I know. I think there is, there is actually a breakdown of what has changed. Should we look at the variant description? Uh, if we must. So, whilst, whilst you do that, I have created a, um, a new game for this one. And um, Deliberate actually set this one up for, uh, promoted as being a game for big hitters. Because I have nothing against newbies, but I kind of feel much the same way within Playdip. You've got an environment where you can kind of create games where um, more established players are the ones who are able to play, so you don't get CDs and people who are um, only really learning the game and, and are easy prey. I wanted something that was a bit more challenging. So I had created that game. Interesting enough, I actually got somebody uh, PM me on um, on video okay, yeah. saying, uh, hey, I saw you set this game up, um, but I can't join because I don't meet the you know the credentials or criteria. Okay. However, at the same time, I feel I should be allowed to play because I think his words were, um, you know, he's, he's, he's a good player. He's been playing a lot of time. He's played a lot on the Czech and the German servers. I didn't even know there were Czech and German servers, for starters. Well, the German servers would be the one that Ollie... No, well, this, this, 
It's only got a separate German version. Yeah. I didn't know that. And of course, he hasn't played enough phases on the website because I've kind of set the number of phases quite high to make sure that people were, were not just new tie kickers who were going to CD all the time. Um, okay, well, you, what are your thoughts on this? Well, my thoughts is. I can't that change you, it anyway. Well, you can. No, I don't want to change it. You can, you can send it. <laughs> well, you can ask the moderator to do it. The moderator can change the settings on that. They can make it so it's available for that. Or we can moderate a moderator. A moderator? Moderator. A moderator could drop, just force, join that player to the game. If you wanted that player to You're join... You're a moderator. Moder- moder- I am a moderator. Maybe you can just force join that person to Would the you game. like me to force join that player? I think this individual has made a good argument. It's a solid argument. It's solid-ish. I mean, if it was all around points, which it's not, because, you know, you always think I'm on about points. This is actually about just having good quality players. I'm happy to have player that's got lots of experience elsewhere and can add value to the game and is a, and is a, is a non-known commodity. As, as a moderator, yeah. would you like me to do that for you? Sure. PM me his user ID and I'll do that. Okay. okay. Hopefully the other players don't get the shits that I did that. Well, no, I mean, like, he's, 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 he's a solid player. I can always put it in... I can still publish into... Public press whilst we're in pre-game status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so is contacting me. He's so maybe I should just do that. Demonstrated, and if, and if the existing servers. players are cool with that, we'll just add him, and I'll, I'll get in touch with you as a moder creator. As a moder creator, and yeah. I'll do that for you. Yeah, no worries. Is a moder creator both mod and a creator, or is it just a fuck up of language? It's just a fuck up of language. Okay. Um, I thought so, but I just wanted I'm to double check because actually, I can see uh, it working that way too. Yeah, I'm actually an admin creator. A mini creator, an admin, oh, an admin creator. creator. Yeah, no, it doesn't work if you apply higher up the chain. Admin creator, yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't work, does it? It'd be cool if it did, but it doesn't. Yeah. Right. So there's that. So there's um, that one. What and else is there? Hey, there's some updates with VDIP. Was there any other new games? Crusader. I'm in a new Crusader game. Well, yeah, but I think I think I think it's important just before okay. you talk about that one, sure. that there's some visual updates made, made to VDIP. Sure, go for it. I love the VDIP upgrades, mostly, mostly, almost universally. Right. So for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about on VDIP, they've port, uh, Ollie has organised and ported across large amounts of the WebDIP code. Yeah. So what we're seeing to kind of keep the two. PHP systems in more in line. So what we're seeing in the updates on the VDIP has probably been already implemented on WebDIP. Mm. Right? Me, personally, I like some of them, I dislike some of them. The first thing I dislike is the column width. The first I never thing really I, noticed that. No, and it, I dislike it because the forum now drags down mm. and down and down. Yeah, actually that's a good point actually. You know, uh, because it's shrunk in width. Um, if anything should be shrunk in width, it really ought to be the PMs, the private message notices. Yep. Um, to allow for you know more to see on the forum uh, style. Now that that that's kind of just me, really. Um, but I do love that when you open up a forum post, you know it, it it's got these you know pretty cool buttons that that that, that pop up. That, 
direct you to when it does pop up. Um, you know, uh, new or, or refreshed, the buttons have kind of changed. Yeah, they're, they're more um, blocky now rather than floaty. Yeah, which makes it easier to sort of hit with, you know, big poofy fingers on a mobile device. Yep. And I get that. Um, the other thing which I've noticed is um, how in some games, da, 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 no, if you open up, sorry, blah, you open up your, uh, a user ID, it's got a breakdown of how we were going with variants again. Yes, yeah. That, that breakdown is really cool. I like that breakdown. I like that breakdown a lot. But it doesn't carry water with a, with a variant site. No. Yeah, so, so really the focus should be on the variants. How would you do it? Hey, I mean, classic, classic games so at, on VDIP. So at the like, moment, using, yeah. using its example, you get your, your all-game stats, which yep. is you know, how well you're doing across all the games. Yep, so that's and all then, of them. And then the options are classic, which is cool. Then classic press, which must be what? Public Full press. press. Yep. And then classic gunboat. Yep. And then classic ranked. What's classic ranked? As opposed to classic unranked. Right. Yeah, just played for no points. And then just variant stats at the end. Yeah. So, so I you, agree you with at, you. If, you. You look at you look at my stats, and I'm like one of the first people who joined up when VDIP became VDIP. Back yep. from when it was Oli Dip, I jumped across straight away. Yep. Right? Same. Um, and so all up, I've played uh, 401 games, right? Of that, seven were classic. Of that classic, four were full press, two were gunboat, and um, all of them were ranked, right? Yep. So, I mean, it, it doesn't... Re- no, 401... Oh, you play a lot more games than me. I've finished 416 games all up. So... Yeah, I mean... I mean, 180. How's right. that possible? Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. See? Okay, so I've, 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 I've got a bit of burnout. I'm, I reserve the right to play one game at a time at the moment until you catch up. <laughs> True. Okay, so let, before I move on to the next topic, I agree with you on that one. I think this this little bit there lends itself more to what, what WebDip's got. Yeah. I, I suggest maybe for the, the variance, because that variance stats really isn't variance stats. It's just like total stats, isn't it? Um, I can't see the difference between variance stats and all game stats. Because all game stats is 401. Variance stats is 416. Does that mean... Yeah, I've played 10 classic games on, this, on the website. Ah, yeah. right, okay. Everything good. else is a variance. Well, that doesn't make sense because you've actually got more total finish games as variance stats over all game stats. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, so go figure. I've got to go to the dunny. Okay. Want to pause it while you figure that one out? Yeah, no worries. Yeah. We're back. We are back. Um, we're, um, we've watered the horses. So to speak. So to speak. So does yours show a different number from amount of games versus amount of variance played? Like, uh, is, is there a yeah, difference so, in those yeah, numbers? Yeah, exactly the same as you. I've got more variance stats, 180 total finished, compared to 162 all-game stats. So something going on there. Something wacky. Yeah. Something's whacked. Something's whacked. I wonder if... 
No, that doesn't work either. So there's all game stats is wrong. Mm. All the variant stats is wrong. One or the other. Yeah. All the variant. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing I found interesting with these changes that have come through, and I noticed that the Hall of Fame hasn't changed. Right. But when you go into your rankings on your thing, yeah. I seem yeah. to have um, got a bit of a boost. How about you? <laughs> I don't pay that much attention to it. And I think that players shouldn't pay that much attention to it. Because I believe that the game should be played for fun and every game should be played on its merits. I totally agree with you. But if you can have the added bonus of winning, that's not a bad outcome. No, I know I know you love your ranking. So you're, I'm in the top 7%. So you're coming 144th out of 2,271 potential players. Yes. So I'm 44 off the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's not bad. But I tell you, if you remove the inactive players off that Hall of Fame, I reckon I'll be on it. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it out, you know. Top 1%. <laughs> Good on you. Coming 10th out of 2,271. <laughs> Mind you, I think that... I do not consider that really a reflection of how I play. I think I play far... Far worse than that. So... Yeah, you just win big on the last maps, I think, mate. That's what happens. I think that reflects other factors which I, I think don't, shouldn't count towards it. Yeah, like getting lucky on a large map. I haven't been lucky on a large map yet. Yeah. Well, not really lucky. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I've soloed like World War Four or something like that. No, I'd live for a solo on one of those maps. Or you know, did a Shoot three, you or, or do like a three-way draw in divided states. So, I've been chatting to Ollie, and apparently, it's a fairly straightforward SQL request to make a change to the Hall of Fame that knocks players out who are absent for a period of time from playing games. Yep. It's a relatively straightforward thing. As to whether or not the community asks for that or would approve that is another thing, which is which is the concern when you're making a change to something like a Hall of Fame. I think it would depend. If it works the same way as, I think, over at Playdip, where you get knocked out... But as soon as you re-engage back into the game... Yeah, you pop back up You're auto-restored. Yeah, that's right. So you don't lose. You don't go start back at zero. No. No, no. no. You just disappear off the list so, until yeah. such time as you restart again. Yeah, so let's, let's kind of put ourselves in the, in the, in the mindset of a, a player that, for one reason or another, has been doing very, very well, but then stopped going to the site. Right? And we know who we're talking about, the number well, one player. Well, on, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true, but there's other players like that too. Yes, Where who are sitting on those ranks and not changing. Yeah, no, but the thing is, at the moment, if they choose not to come back, then that will start degrading. Well, no, no, they just disappear after oh, a period of time. They disappear, okay. Yeah, so, so off, but then off, as soon as they off, come off, back... They're still happy days. Yeah, they're still back online, right? But they have I, to play I, I games to remain on all the I see zero downside in this, and I don't know what would be a downside. I don't see any downside to it at all. And 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 the general discourse in the in the forum seems to approve that. You know, they because kind of if, say, if yep, you were we a, want... if you were a great player and you pissed off and you never come back for another five years. Yeah, why should you sit at number five or number, number, five or number ten one or, or whatever, whatever holding up that spot for someone yeah. else? 
Yes. But if you do come back after five years, you're probably going to be not number one anymore because hopefully after five years... You've got a whole heap of other people who have moved up. Above you, but yep. that's great. But you jump back at whatever number you're yeah, at. Yeah. There's no and degradation you're good player, you're good at what you're at. You jump back, you can prove yourself, you know, but you've got to prove yourself by keeping on playing. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great um, idea. I can't see any reason not to do this. It, it would, it would incentivise people actively participating in the game side of the site and I should not tap that button um, the other thing right. though that I think it's a missed opportunity and I don't know how we can do this maybe you can raise this with Donnelly is how do we reach out to those players who are not currently playing so I, I know from my kind of not quite a mod but still got mods certain settings not that I know how to do anything with them you can go and you can see I know the mods have access to all the email addresses of the players when they signed up, yeah, yeah. whether those email addresses still work or, or they're real or whatever, it doesn't but, matter. But you know, there must be some way again using the the code to say, okay, for these X number of players that haven't played the game for the last twelve months, send them an email saying, hey guys, we've done lots of really cool shit, and uh, this just is a reminder if last... you uh, if you don't pop up, your 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 rankings go drop. And we've got all these other cool new games and some great new players and how about you get back into it? That's actually a really cool idea. I mean, but I, only I think I think in this day and age, three months, you know? If you haven't visited the site in three months, you drop off the Hall of Fame oh, and an email that. sends but to I, you. But I you think know, a re-engagement like, after 12 months is probably the way to go. Three months, three months is not... Shit can come up in your life, personal things where yeah. you probably drop off for three months. Maybe at the six month, definitely the twelve month mark. You, you can worth re-engaging there. Yeah, okay, all right. So they drop off the Hall of Fame at three months. Yeah. And at twelve months, and they haven't visited the site, they get an auto email. They get saying, an email saying, "Hi, hope you're all right. Just to let you know, there's been some interesting things happening on the site." Yep. There has been, and you can, and you can update that thing um, every over the last twelve months. We've done X, Y, Z. Yeah, X, Y, and Z has happened. Um, there's been a whole heap of new faces that have turned up. Uh, we miss you, and hope you come back to the community. Sincerely, VDIP Mod Team, whatever yep. you know. Hey, that's a great idea. Hey, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might raise that with Ollie. So, yeah, I mean, um, if you kind of just put on like a, a private sector view of the world, I mean, it's no different to. It's far easier to retain someone as a customer that you've had previous dealings with than yeah, trying to recruit yeah. a new customer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or just just across the board. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, it's we're all about trying to retain and increase participation in this game. I mean, otherwise it will die. You yeah. Know. That's what the whole point of this podcast is, really. That's that's why we started (laughs) doing it. We we enjoyed chatting about these games and we wanted to share it. Yeah, we want more people to realise it's a great game and to play and take it up and if they are previous players to re-engage. Now, hey, you know, I mean, it's getting close to wrapping this one up. I think it is getting pretty close, um, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. There's a couple of interesting things which may or may not occur this year. In the sense of who you've reached out to. Oh, interview-wise, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And who I've also spoken to on, you know, outside of that one. And we hope that, um, that, that you know, some of those will come to pass because they sound really exciting. Yeah. You know, and we won't go into anything further. No, than that. no. Just like a little even, teaser. Even if half bone. of them come off, it'll be good. Even if, even if a quarter of them come off, it'll yeah. be good. So, um, 
yeah, so we'll, we'll wait and see, and, and hopefully we'll get some interesting interviews uh, occurring in the next, well, this year, if not. Um, if not, I'll be... Yeah. Uh, one, I'm, one I'm keen yeah. to do sooner rather than later is to reach out to the, um, the coordinators of the WDC for this year in Marseille. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, if that's coming up in August, September... How's your French? Parlez-vous français? Not, not, not BM. Ça va? Ça va. <laughs> Reminds me of that flight of the... Excuse you, you ever watched Flight of the Concord? Yes, I have You know that, that time where they're doing that, that, that French song? Uh, um, yes. Anyway, if anyone's not seen Flight of the Concord... They're, I'll, they're, put, they're I'll, put a, I'll put a link to that up on YouTube. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, it's, 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 good. it's actually probably, for anyone going to WDC this year, it'll be a real good primer for their um, French language skills. <laughs> so, Ambie's put a teaser out there as one of them. Um, there, there, there's a handful of other people that... And there's one more that popped in my mind been, that, I, um, that I haven't touched back to you about as well, that I wanted to I'll mention off tape because I haven't reached out to them, but I, I think they're... Uh, a good opportunity yep. okay. as well. Yep. Yeah. And interesting, interesting chat. I've, I've got one lined up who I met in um, Melbourne who's up for a chat about um, well, the history of Australian diplomacy, really. So, wow, that's uh, that, that that's worthwhile um, chatting about. But we'll leave it at that, guys. So, I'm Kana. Oh, and I'm Andy. And thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.